Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, or John, should I say the Scream Factory. That's right, it's the world's most spooktacular user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your horrifying ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage, where you'll be offered the chance to work on your screenplay while working in a hotel during winter. With devastating consequences, a lift full of blood, and a confusing sexy old lady in a bath. I'm Joel, a man who puts the ripped... <laughs> in Tales from the Crypt, and across from me is John Harris, a man who is so afraid of ghouls and ghosts that every Halloween, at dusk, he goes to a 24-hour Asda and walks around it till dawn. Isn't that right, John? Absolutely. You like the bright lights? Nothing safer than an Asda Walmart. (laughs) I like the bright lights of Asda on Halloween. I like the pizza deals. I like the toy section. As a kid, I, I loved going to Asda as a kid. It felt so big. I think they are still yeah. quite big. Yeah, I don't think they've shrunk. So much prompt. Yeah, but John, in many ways, we've grown. In so, so many ways. That was a lovely, uh, a lovely spooky intro. I'm astounded we've not done Scream Factory before. Maybe we I have. Know. As I know. Maybe we have. We've been doing this for a very long time. As I wrote it, I thought, I can't believe we haven't done this before. And it made me wonder if there are potentially other spin-offs. Stream Factory, when we just do water-based films, for example. Mm, that'll be harder to get ideas for. <laughs> Brill Cream Factory, where we just do an episode about hair. I mean, Cream Factory would have been a more obvious one, though, wouldn't it? Where we do a pudding-based episode, which I would have really liked. Um, But that's not what we're here for, John. We're here for spooky, scary ideas. Would you like to tell us one we've had in from a listener? Absolutely. This one comes from Sophie. Halloween in 15. Joe Wicks terrorises a family (laughs) who are just trying to feed their babies purees. That is so good. He's like, pretty- a reverse, he's like a reverse trick-or-treater, maybe. He's trying to bring healthy snacks. Oh, that's good. I like that. Well, yeah, because... So, I would say, I, due to sort of, you know, lazy assumptions, I probably wouldn't have rated Joe Wicks pre-lockdown, but lockdown, lockdown onwards, I just think he seems like a lovely dude. Excellent yep. man. I'm very pro-Wicks now. And could he turn spooky? That's the thing, right? It's the people you least expect. So maybe at Halloween, he gets bitten by... I don't know, some radioactive broccoli. And he goes around house to house swapping out people's sweet treats for fruits and veggies. 
I love it. Uh, for the and, record, I... and the local town, yeah. John, they love their drunk their junk food. They love their snacks and their crisps. And so they become like a pitchfork wielding mob, and they're coming for Halloween. Frankenstein-y vibes. It's kind of Frankenstein vibes. Yeah. So he's actually very like misunderstood. It. For the record, I know we've done this before, but every time, anytime anyone says it's the people you least expect, I always have to add, add the caveat: it's also the people you most expect. Yeah, it, it's always the people you most expect. Like the person I would least expect of doing something awful would be like. I don't know, a hundred-year-old immobile woman. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, and you know, fair play. If she went on a rampage, fair play. I like that idea. So he just wants to bring health to this town. He's trying to spread the health, but they don't want the health. And so they, they attack him. I like that. That's really good, yeah. Just nice little sort of... They're the town from that famous image where... Jamie Oliver banned turkey Twizzlers and the parents were posting fast food through the gates of yep. the school yeah. playground. Simpler times. Simpler times. Absolutely. Hey, how about this one from Matt, who I should say is my father, <laughs> which is very exciting. I mean, I've not heard from him in three years. It's weird, a weird way of him to decide <laughs> to get in touch. Uh, he said, Nightmare on Downing Street, open brackets, bit of satire, close brackets. Great stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> it's the it's the brackets bit of satire that I like yeah. the best. It's the qualification we all needed. <laughs> I um, thought he was being deadly serious. So did I. He's a very, very, very serious man. Or at least he was all those years ago when we last spoke. Rishi Sunak, the newly unelected Prime Minister, he haunts your dreams. Mm, okay. Rishi is in your dreams. I could see that. Rishi He's- Sunak decides to tax your dreams. <laughs> and people are so afraid because every time they have a dream... They have to pay a levy. This is fucking brilliant. Right, John. Every time you fall asleep and have a dream, a signal goes off. You get these things installed in your brain. A signal goes off that you've had a dream and you have to pay the dream tax. And so people that don't earn very much money are obviously living in fear of this tax. And so they refuse to fall asleep and refuse to dream. The wealthy don't care. They'll pay the dream tax and they'll get their sweet, sweet slumber. So the there becomes inequality and quality of sleep. It's like the last bastion of equality. Right, we're supposed to be making horror films, but the last two have just been sort of satirical pieces about how horrible humanity is. Yeah, and what could be scarier than that, John? We talked about it before. It's like when you're at the Natural History Museum and they're like, we're going to show you some scary predators and you go through the exhibition and there's a scary tarantula and then there's a lion and then at the end it's like, behind this door is the scariest predator of them all. And you open it up and it's a mirror. It's actually a picture of Joel. He just didn't realise. It's, it's always, always been me. a picture of Joel. He well, just I, assumed it was a mirror. Cause and I couldn't understand why every year a representative from the National History Museum came to take a fresh photo <laughs> of me. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I was maybe in like the wildlife photography exhibition. So there you go. There's a dream tax. I don't know how it's resolved. One thing that's interesting is, uh, so podcasts... Like news podcasts are sort of constantly releasing because they need to be fresh and up to date. And even mm-hmm. though we're a, co- a stupid comedy podcast about films, we're feeling that burn too. That's why Rishi, we're, we're recording this up to date. 10 minutes before you get this in your inbox, we're recording this because we want to make sure our jokes about Nightmare on Downing Street are up to date. Open brackets, bit of satire, close brackets <laughs> are up to date. Exactly. I I, look, I actually think the dream tax is one of my best ever ideas. It's so. a really good idea because my initial thought was it was something to do with like who's haunting Rishi's dreams these these coming nights, and it, I'd imagine it's Boris mostly. No, I imagine that man sleeps sound as you like. He him him and his wife are worth over seven hundred million pounds. If I 
and I plan to ever reach um, a, a, a net worth of seven hundred million, and I can't sleep well, I'll be fucking livid, John. <laughs> Imagine the duvets you have access to at that level of wealth. Oh, I know. <laughs> My partner, she the other day there was the Euro Millions. I think it was ninety three million pounds or something like that. You know, one of the big big rollovers, and she wrote down, which I think is a fact. I think is the thing everyone does, right? They they think, what would you do if I had a stupid amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. And she she wrote it down, and the last thing she put was really good bedsheets. Yeah, that's like, but like, if you've got ninety three million pounds, you're spending like two grand on your bedsheets. Oh, we're not talking yeah. like, we're not talking like decent sort of Egyptian cotton. And- we're talking like the best duvet in the world yeah 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 you you're googling those words <laughs> yeah you're googling the best duvet in the world and first link because that will be legit <laughs> the, you're buying the google ad yeah it's actually <laughs> well it turns out the best duvet in the world is only 1999 <laughs> but it will take six to eight weeks to ship here from china <laughs> <laughs> you got a 93 million pound fortune you're just sleeping under a bare duvet because you're waiting for your 20 quid set anyway let's move on let's have another idea john this one comes from Scroobius Pip. He says, Saturday the 14th, brackets, <gasps> if that's already been done, Friday the 20th. <laughs> uh, Saturday the 14th hasn't been done, has it? It's the aftermath. Yeah, I think we've done, I think we've done Thursday the 12th before, but okay, I'm not yeah. sure we've done Saturday well, that was, But that Saturday was a prequel. That was a prequel. So we're completing the trilogy now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Saturday the 14th is just like... The cleaner. Police. Yeah. I would quite like to see films about the aftermath of films. There's, there's, this is a stand-up comedian's routine. I cannot remember whose it is, so I apologise. But they, they've definitely said a bit about the idea that, like, you know, when like in a horror film you see like someone open the fridge and there's a head in it. You've got to imagine that that murderer has snuck into the house and quietly removed everything from the fridge yeah. whilst the person's not looking, got the head, and done all of this in complete silence. And, and just this isn't uh, like a horror film, but it's sort of similar. Is this the concept of when? Uh, someone turns around they're talking to Batman and they turn around again and Batman's disappeared someone's made footage of Batman like camping yeah. running <laughs> off into the distance when they're not looking I saw a, wonderful. A, I know we're just saying funny things that we've seen now but I saw a tweet <laughs> the other day that was um, the tweet was like what's one thing you'd love to be able to, love to do in your lifetime and someone said I'd love to stand on the other side of the street and then as two buses go past disappear there's well yeah I think there's a shot from like one of the Bourne films or something and if you look closely yeah, it's you in, can um, see Matt Damon running it's in uh, Berlin, isn't it? I think it's in Alexander Platz. John, movie buff, uh, my buffs out there. Thank you very much for your, uh, I assume, praise of me and my knowledge of locations in the Bourne trilogy. I can move on to a, to someone who's who's given us six in-depth suggestions for the Halloween episode. Jesus, strap in, someone, guys. Someone who I did not list as one of the friends of the show last week, and now I feel incredibly guilty. So they're back with uh, a vengeance. They were like, yes. well, I'm going to earn that fucking friend of the show status. Right. Number one. This is Alex, by the way. I should at least credit the person <laughs> who's sending us six ideas. Sai Ko. Frustrated about being unable to replicate the success of Gangnam Style, Korean singer Sai goes on a murderous rampage and has a shower or something. I haven't seen the original in ages. Number two. The Texas Chainsaw Manicure. Chainsaws, cuticles and lots of blood. Good. Very, very, ha- very good. Halloween! Michael Myers discovers that there's more to life than killing teens when he goes to a theme park. He has loads of fun on the roller coasters and the end credits sets up a sequel where Freddy Krueger pops Michael's balloon. (laughs) Number four, baddies, baddies, baddies. A storm traps David Prowse, Robert England, Vincent Price, Christopher Lee and Anthony Perkins as they get ready for a horror-themed Comic-Con. One by one, they get killed off. Which baddie will survive? Number five, 
The Thing 1 and The Thing 2. A koala named Buster Moon hosts a singing competition to save an old theatre. Loads of animals turn up and take part, but mysteriously, they all have lisps. <laughs> and finally, Scream Adelica. The original Scream film, but with the primal Scream soundtrack, like when Zane Lowe rescored Drive. Wow. Alex, that is <laughs> comprehensive. They're all brilliant. I think I would probably go for the Texas Chainsaw Manicure as my favourite. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like Psycho as well. I like Psycho, them all, but yeah. Good. Texas Chainsaw Manicure, I there's definitely something in that. There's definitely something in a, a, a nail salon being the scene of a horror movie. That I, don't, I think there's a lot that we can do with that, with, with red nail varnish and blood. And I think the man with the sort of creepy mask on his face swinging a chainsaw around a, a nail salon's got, not going to go unnoticed that's the only thing absolutely not unless someone had like a particularly aggressive corns <laughs> and they were grateful uh, and the, the tagline could be something like pedicure more like dedicure or something like that I like yeah. it no 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 yeah. Don't, Joel you lost confidence in that half the, the final nail in the coffin oh, yeah. oh mate this film writes itself I like the idea as well actually it's the twist is you go in you see the the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you think oh my god what the fuck's happening and it turns out yeah he is just there to do like really stubborn sort of dry foot rubs and stuff yeah yeah he'll get an ingrown toenail out in a second <laughs> he's look he's unconventional but it works ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How about this one from Danny? It's maybe the most uh, upsetting one we've ever had. Hollow Weenie. A man goes on a killing rampage chopping off men's dicks because his girlfriend has just broken up with him for never being able to come because he has a hollow weenie. <laughs> Can well, you hear the Joel, fireworks? Yeah, for the record, to add extra spookiness to today's recording, Joel's arranged a fireworks display outside of his It's house. Diwali, right? Is that a Diwali firework? It must be, yeah, yeah. It's Diwali today. Yeah. Wait, ha- hang on a sec, John. Happy Diwali! Oh, I, I, shouted, I shouted that out the window and then I closed the window. I didn't want to Very close good. the window and seem aggressive, so I screamed uh, out of the window first. I see. Um, um, so a man has a hollow penis, John. How do you feel about that? How do you imagine it? Is it like a tube? 
I'm imagining like. Do you know what I imagine? Pe- it's like one of those big tubes. pepperami wrapper. Oh, that's really sad. Are you thinking like a wacky inflatable flailing arm tube man? I was thinking like one of those tubes you have as a kid that goes. But the pepperami is also good. Or that, did you have, you know, that like, I don't know what it was. It was like, like rubber or latex that was sort of would go in on itself that was in a tube shape and you'd like spin it around. And I think you had water Ooh, in it. Oh, yeah. You know that what I mean? Good. That thing. That was good. So, I wouldn't want any of those as a penis. No. <laughs> it's, I don't want to get, uh, Danny, I don't want to get too sort of in depth into the details here, but is it able to get erect? Mm, important. Does it fill with air? <laughs> Do you, does it like a well, I mean, manually, yeah, manually you could fill it with air, I guess. But then, I don't know. Anyway, so the guy, he sets off on a rampage. I guess out of, I don't what? know, sh- shame? Is it a shame-driven rampage? Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm struggling to find the motives of this guy. It's to, sad. To it's sad. His yeah. penis is hollow. Let's move on. Would you like another one from me then? Oh, yes, please. This one's from Josh. Cats. <laughs> Great. <laughs> James Corden... Dresses a cat and screams at hospitality staff for 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. I, I put out a tweet um, just to make it official. We have banned James Gordon from the podcast. Yeah. It's good to it a- it's good to have it out there. Because we have obviously... That's been an unwritten, unspoken agreement forever, which is why he's never appeared. But sometimes you have to confirm it. Yeah, I mean, we were getting a lot of emails from him and we just had mm-hmm. to sort of nip it in the bud. Yeah. Feels good to put that out there publicly. I, um, I feel very much like... My only exposure to James Corden now is people complaining about him on Twitter. I really feel like he's America's problem. Like I <laughs> I don't I don't watch I've not watched a film that he's in for a very, very long time or any telly that he's in for a very long time. And I don't see his late night show. So really uh, my life is pretty cordon free right now. Oh, he's cord good. he's cordoned off from my life. <laughs> and I don't he's mind from High Wickham, which is my end, so High Wickham's most famous son. Yeah, he really is. I think Dusty Springfield has lays a sort of claim to High Wickham in some way, so I think she's probably the most famous nice. child. But and um, she's very welcome on the podcast. Oh, absolutely open invite, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I- Maybe tweet that, John. <laughs> oh, that quote, tomorrow. quote, tweet the James Corden tweet and just say. But just for the record, <laughs> just for the sake of confusion, Dusty Springfield <laughs> is welcome. I think, and if I haven't done that, listener, comment on that tweet just saying. Just to just checking, yeah. What's the uh, dusty situation? <laughs> actually, reply to that tweet and just check the situation on anyone, <laughs> any A-lister, and we'll we'll let you know whether they're allowed or banned. At them as well. Yeah, make sure you at them, especially the ones that you think <laughs> might be banned. <laughs> especially the ones who are not famous enough that they won't notice it and have a really sh- fragile ego. And maybe even if you can't think of a famous person, just tag in some of your friends and family that you, and you want to you want to find out whether or not we approve or disapprove. John will write something scathing about their profile picture and bio or something lovely about their profile picture and bio. Oh, well, that's some work for me to do tomorrow, I guess. It's, there's no such thing as bad PR. Absolutely. So let's threaten so, our way into popularity. <laughs> well, we started a, a beef with comedian Jos Norris because he has launched the Radio 4 show called The Dream Factory so yeah it's getting pretty heated actually but yep. you know we'll get a big enough venue we'll, we'll arrange a boxing match two against one <laughs> two against one he's got no chance that's fair <laughs> what do you think what's the fair way to do it he he can bring a ringer or we have to tie each other up so we can only use one hand each <laughs> I thought we were tagging in and out 
No, 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 no. We're side by side, strapped up. But are you right-handed? Yeah. I'm left-handed, so we would be oh! twi- we would be so powerful. Jos, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> Sucks to be you, mate. We haven't got a weak spot, although we would be very wide. We'd present quite a big target. <laughs> anyway, how about some ideas from friend of the show, Stu? Yes. He's provided three, which, you know, makes him sort of 50% as committed as Alex. <laughs> But committed nonetheless. I mean, three times more committed than most people. No, well, I mean, <laughs> infinitely more committed than most people. Because sort of 6.999 billion people don't send any suggestions. <laughs> it's true. Sent in three. Hereditary. Yep. The dabbing in the woods. Oh, the cabin. Yeah, yeah. But someone's dabbing, doing the dab. <laughs> the dabbing in the woods. And get gout. Right, so hereditary. I mean, again, that's some sort of satire, sort of comment on the fact that sort of a lot of p- political positions are hereditary in their nature nice nice you know sort of lots of lots of dynasties in politics so there's definitely something in that dabbing in the woods so the cabin in the woods brings together loads and loads and loads of horror tropes tropes so this could be loads of outdated memes oh i like that yeah it's whip nay nay it's like kids that are like 13 years old and they're confronted with the sort of the internet from 10 five ten plus years ago and they can't understand it. It's like the I has che- I can has cheeseburger cat, and they're just terrified of all of them because it's like an alien language. I love the idea of getting like a yeah, like a current Gen Z and trying to explain Nyan cat to them and stuff. Yeah, chocolate rain, chocolate rain, Anyone? chocolate rain's there, chocolate rain's there in a heart. Tayzonde, I can't there. believe I remember his name. Yeah, so oh, Tayzonde sort of runs the dabbing in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> He's the evil overseer. There's like. Oh, there's like the original memes. So there's like bad luck, Brian. There's the overly jealous girlfriend. And they're all, Charlie bit my finger. They're all very bitter because they missed out on sort of huge fame and celebrity do, before do you it know could what? be monetized. J- just for the record, listener, Charlie bit my finger. Welcome on the show. Yep. He, he comes, it's genuinely. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Charlie's welcome or the guy, the, the person who had the finger bit, who actually don't know, the, no one knows the name of. It's like the second guy on Mars, on the moon. Surprise! I think you'd be surprised to discover that Charlie is welcome and the victim is not. I'm really surprised. I am really surprised. And that's why people should tweet us because it's not going to be as straightforward as you think. There's going to be a few curveballs in there. They actually come from um, where I where I live as well. So arguably more famous than Dusty Springfield. Wow. There we go. You're um, learning. If you triangulate Corden, Springfield and Charlie bit my finger, you'll find out exactly where my family home is. <laughs> right, John. I enjoyed those. Shall we have our own ideas? Yes, please. Hey, here's my own idea. Eight smile. Oh, because thank you very smile. much. Eminem becomes possessed by a demon that makes him smile at all of his battle rap opponents. They find it very confusing and off-putting, and it also <laughs> it follows on through his career. And it makes things like the Stan video quite weird. <laughs> Eminem is just straight grinning the entire time. Imagine all of Eminem. Imagine some of the really dark stuff from the first couple of albums, but he's just got a great big cheesy grin the entire time. <laughs> is it like the smile smile, which is sort of creepy, or is he literally just looks very happy the whole time? Oh, yeah, good point, because that does change things quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Either way, it's an interesting gimmick. <laughs> because Stan is either very creepy or very like inappropriate. <laughs> if he's, re- <laughs> he's reading Stan's letter and he's realising that the guy who who drove himself off a bridge at Stan and he's like just beaming the whole time just chuckling at that idea yeah I quite (laughs) it was you (laughs) anyway uh, yeah I 
I don't know. I, I quite like the idea of a big cheeky grin on Eminem. One of the ideas that I didn't do was going to be uh, simile, and it would be like the film Smile, but slightly different. Very good. Very, very Thank good. Thank you. But my actual idea is Hell Raisin. A young woman is innocently trying to eat savoury food, but with every bite, she is greeted by the hell raisin. That's brilliant. So she's eating things that she thinks should be savoury, but they snuck a little raisin in there. Yeah. And I don't want to disrespect anyone's uh, culinary um, Slag off coronation chicken. Slag off coronation chicken. Why are you putting... Not welcome welcome on the podcast. (laughs) You can also... Look, it can be celebrities. It can be friends and family. It can be sandwich fillings. (laughs) Coronation prawn chicken. mayo. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Straight in. You don't even have to cue prawn mayo. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, I... Uh, but I... Look, the, the, this is a personal grievance. I'm not good with uh, fruit and savoury, generally. Mm-hmm. I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have my applesauce with my pork. I don't have cranberries with my turkey. It's Pineapple just, on your pizza? Person. Oh, my gosh. Are you joking? That one seems quite universal as well, right? I think... You're in a minority if you enjoy the Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. I'm sure the people of Hawaii are wonderful, but phew, their f- most famous culinary export needs needs to be taken into questioning. It does, it does. Or oh, they need to put a new one out their ass. Anyway, very enjoyable, John. I, I've got to go because it's getting quite late and uh, Rishi's outside with his wallet open, ready to tax my dreams. So let's go. <laughs> Well done, John. I thought you were very good. Thank you very much, mate. I thought you were very good too. I thought you said lots uh, of spooky things, lots of fun things, and we had a nice time. I don't think we were spooky enough, to be fair. What's the spookiest thing you've ever seen? Tell me now. In my life? Yeah. Have you got an answer? No. Because I can't think of a spooky thing I've seen for real. Well, I've probably told the story before. Have I told the story about when I was on student radio and I went ghost hunting? Almost certainly, but it was a while yeah. ago. So. I went ghost hunting and... Uh, with a friend of the show, Jack, and, you know, lo- just actual friend, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> uh, uh, imagine if that's we just referred to someone we'd known for a decade. It's just like a friend. <laughs> uh, sometimes, listener, Jack, um, we went, we did a, a little fun student radio documentary where we went ghost hunting because we were in Canterbury, which is a very haunted area by all accounts. Um, and we went to, a, we met a paranormal investigator at a graveyard. That was fun. And he walked us around a graveyard at midnight. Now, I will say, he arranged to meet us at midnight at a graveyard and me and Jack drove down there. And when we got there, we was, I was a bit like, well, are we just meeting a guy from the internet at a graveyard at midnight? And uh, he arrived and his assistant was his best friend's wife. <laughs> and they like, look, they just liked hanging out after dark in graveyards together. And that's fine. And that's totally legit. Anyway, at the very end, it's a long rambling story. This At the very end, we went to a village called Pluckley, which is the most haunted place in Europe. And we went around looking for clues. We went to the graveyard and we were just kind of chilling out. And there was a woman in the graveyard wearing a long red coat. And we went up and spoke to her and interviewed her. And we said, oh, hey, what are you doing in this graveyard? And she said, oh, I come here quite a bit. I'm actually looking for this certain grave. And we were like, cool, good luck, bye. And we went to the pub. And because everything in Pluckley leans heavily into the ghosts and the ghouls, right? They love it. Everything's named after ghosts and ghoulies. There was a guide to the local ghosts in the pub in Pluckley. And we're flicking through it, John. And on the final page, there's the lady in red who stalks the graveyard day and night looking for the grave of her long lost lover. Hmm? I, I Spook, got, spooky enough I, for you? 
I got little goosebumps. Mm. I definitely got little goosebumps. Yeah. Spooky enough um, for you. Hi, hired actress, but very good story nonetheless. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the parish council fork out a fortune for this woman <laughs> to help keep the myth going. One time at my grandparents' house, which I would say is like a, it was, it's a very old cottage, so it definitely had spooky vibes. And as a kid, I was always freaked out there. I was uh, in one of the rooms and I picked up a doll and I said to my grandmother, this is a really creepy doll. It's like something from a horror movie. And as I said, horror movie, there was a power cut. Whoa. So that's quite good. You said you didn't have an answer. John, I would think about that every day for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that's spooky. Well, listen, so, I, hope, yeah. I hope you're spooked out. Don't forget to tweet us asking us if people are, or things are or aren't approved by the Dream Factory. Look, normally the running joke is we ask you to do things and you don't do it. In this one instance, go on. Give Just it a go. Just do it. Do it. It could be, be anything. You could like you could tweet the word tin question mark and we'll let you know which of the metals are welcome on the podcast. <laughs> but for now, John, let's go. Well done, everyone. See you next well time. Well done. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener